Hello. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Ken and Echo Show. Welcome to the Echo and Ken Show. And we today are not podcasting. We are porchcasting. Porch We're, We're sitting on Echo's front porch. It's a little cool. It's raining. It's a little cool. I should have probably put on a long sleeves at least. But I'm in my chair. She's got her chair here. Yeah, we are comfortable. Is that, is that your chair? This is my chair. That is your chair. I brought my chair. I, I'm picky Ken about my chair. Ken brought his own. I brought my own chair. <laughs> I'm kind of picky about my chair. Oop, microphone noise. Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, we're sitting on her. We had to get out. Just can't stay inside all day than all night, right? That is true. That is true. So out is, Outside is nice. So we, we haven't planned anything for today, have we? No, I didn't even bring the papers. I, I didn't forgot bring the paper either. I I've got, I've got my phone so we can look look up the website and see what's on the website. But uh, welcome to the Echo and Ken Show, the official show of the NemoNews.net Media Group, which encompasses the Dinah Sentinel. The media in Cahoka. The Lewis County Star Online Newspaper. Uh, the Clarence Courier. And the Shelby County Herald. Correct. And we've been uh, we've been actually called Echo today. We're we're working on a, a on an ad for something completely unrelated to the show. And uh, I was we're just going to throw in a little plug here because I did not know this. You actually have an all four paper rate that you can. We do. A, you can put an ad in all four papers. You can put an ad in all four papers. So if you want everybody to know, everybody to know, you can put an ad in all four of the papers. That will plus, go in, yeah, the Sentinel, the Media, right. the Herald, and the Courier. Plus, plus for a ridiculously reasonable amount, you could put it on the website as well. That is true. So you true. can get the whole shebang. The whole... Right, you want to get the word out. That's right. You yeah. want to get the word out. And, Don't have uh, to go very far to do it. Not at all. And the website's a, the website's a screaming good deal right now, so... Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm, Screaming good deal Right now it's a screaming good deal So if you're going to be doing web web advertising I suggest you like do it like right now I know nothing (laughs) I know nothing Lock yourself in Yeah, But lock yourself in Now is the time to lock yourself in Trust your buddy Nothing has been said I don't work in the office Yeah online advertising prices I know what the rate is And I know how many hits the place gets Insane, they know how many right? They get. Right. It's insane what a good deal that is. It is. It is a how, am I being wildly a, am I a wonderful good deal. Here? That's who you are. You're being a great salesman. But it's I the truth too. That. Tell me, I'm I'm not lying to the people. No, you're not. You're not. It, the The website is a screaming good deal. So if you want to advertise anything, I mean, sort of like you know, maybe not a yard sale or something like that. But if you have a business, or even if you have a home business that you'd like to get the word out on like say for example you're involved in a in a multi-level marketing company like i don't want to use names because we don't have any sponsors of the show no, we but don't. like product x and you are a salesman for product x and you want everybody to know that you are the representative for the town or for knox county for product x that is a very cost-effective way of letting everybody around know hey next time i need product x i should call her correct it is it is inexpensive enough that, that 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 level of marketing makes sense for the smallest of businesses, which is wild at the moment. <laughs> at the moment, which is wild. Which is wild because you're talking about hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of views. Yeah, per the year. website traffic just blows my mind a little. Yeah. Blows my mind. Your mind is, is, you're sitting here, your mind looks kind of blown. And my mind is blown. It's (laughs) been. (laughs) So here we are. We're sitting on our front porch. I'm going to take a picture. And it's lovely. Of my feet. My feet are going to be sticking out in front of me in the picture. Here we go. This is going to be the picture for the, for the website. There we go. Sitting out there at Echo's front porch. This This is a good porch. This was one of the. Selling points of our house. Yeah, it's hard not kind to of, go wrong with a porch like this. Right. It's got a nice, cute so you little. See me? Swing. I'm wearing my. I'm in my sock feet. I see that. See, we have a nice little corner view of the partial of the cemetery. It is a nice view. There of the cemetery. it is. 
the old Edina Cemetery. And yes, I did do a little bit. I didn't do a huge amount of research, but I did a little bit of research, and I was not wrong. That is, that was at one time a cattle pasture, even when I lived here. That was all fenced in, and uh, they let cattle run on it. So all the, all the stones were down, and somebody did a project. I have not been able to find out exactly who it was that did the project, but somebody did a project and set those stones back up and put them back where they were supposed to be, and that was really nice. So that was a good thing. Huh. Right. So did you find out who owns it? or I did not. If it's a city property? I, I'm sure it's per. I know it is a personally owned I know that much. How does that work when you own a cemetery? You, It's just land. You're just the steward of it? Yeah. It's just like any piece of land. So yeah. if you wanted to develop it or something, you could? That's where it gets tricky. I don't know if you wanted to develop it as long as you're not like disturbing the grave. I honestly don't know about that. I know if they were, if there are burials, they would have to be exhumed. Before. Before, yeah. But, mm. yeah. But here in Edina, we're not at we don't that see any much of a premium. And that is kind of on really a slope, but it's about. not actually on a street or anything. So, yeah, there's really not any, uh, I don't know if there, what right-of-way access there is to it, unless it's on the other side, or I don't know. Were you ever here when the uh, church was there? I was not. You were not. It was a beautiful old If building. I was, I wasn't. You know, because there's a motel that we came to. We yeah, can we see can that, see too. You can see it from here. Huh. Yeah, isn't that great? I guess. And so when we showed up, it was 2008, May of 2008. Yeah. And, uh, I don't know when the, the old church We did not come in. out of there for about a year. So uh, It was never a church while I was here. It hadn't been a church for... But it had been an apartment and, and a Yeah, a I heard house. someone turned it into a house. Yeah. But it was just, like, a really difficult to heat the roof and maintaining it and then it got run down and yada 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 but that actually the, that area is we're looking across the street from echo's house that area out there that you see there is all fill it just went right straight down that there was a basement underneath that so that's all that's all fill a basement but, underneath what the middle part the church the church the 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 area you see out there is the area where the church well you can tell by the trees where exactly where the church right sat. Because the trees surrounded the church pretty close. So, yeah. We're not going to tell you exactly where we are, but if you know where the old church was in Edina, then you got an idea where Echo lives. She lives not too far from there. If you live in Edina, you know exactly where I live. Whose house do you live in? I forget. Uh, Ann Welsh's old house. Okay, she lives in Ann Welsh's old house. Everybody in Edina knows where... I don't know where everybody lives yet. I don't either. In fact, there's but some, some I, I'm still get... fairly new compared to most of the people who live here. Well, the first the first five years, you start to learn who everybody is. The second five years, you start start to learn where they all live, and where they all live, and what who their they're family histories to, are. And... Right. The third five years, you start learning about you know who they're related to. Like, oh yeah, well I wouldn't have known that. I wouldn't have known they were sisters necessarily until I'm shopping at the grocery store and I see them together, and those two are obviously sisters. Because they have different last names. You wouldn't know. But those two but are obviously sisters. Them, when you see them together, like, oh, yeah, those are sisters. You know? Yeah, I can. There are some people I can, like, look at and be like, oh, you're a. Yes. You know, you look like you're from this family. So that's odd. Yes. It's funny about, you know, you don't, you start learning the family ties because I imagine people, you know, don't talk smack about anybody. No, you don't talk smack about If you ever come to these parts anybody. and you don't know anybody, don't talk smack about anybody because to it, anybody because you're there's like a 90% chance that you're talking to their relative. Their cousin, <laughs> twice the You are, and you totally are. I mean, you know, yeah. I unless you're an import, import like my wife and I or... Echo and Stan, unless you're an import, you know, you're related to somebody. Right. You could actually come and talk smack about us and not have to worry about. (laughs) (laughs) You sure people do. (laughs) Well, if you you choose to talk smack about us, know that you are not speaking to any of our relatives. Let's talk about this 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 cat living quarters that I got my feet up on. These are cool. Cool, right? Yeah, this is a, a very inexpensive solution for outdoor cat house. And these things are engineered. Talk, talk, tell me about it. So, I'll drag this one out. Have you got your phone? Right here, easy. Yeah. Everyone, I got my phone. 
I'll just, take a picture. We're gonna we're gonna put a picture on the on the Facebook page. So you should like us on Facebook because you way. know we are cats. They are cats. Uh, I'm not. I like cats, okay, but I'm not like building one of these cat boxes for them. That is cool. We Go have ahead. a cat family out front. You know, we have six cats that live inside. They right. do not come out ever. Right. Then when we moved over here, we had a couple of cats uh, that beat us here. They we noticed there were cats on the porch. Yes. And they were coming over from Pie's house. Yes. And the house was still standing at that time. It's been taken away now. Yes. And there wasn't any, like, barriers as far as getting in and out. They could just pretty much roam freely in and out and around. So I'm sure mm -hmm. they were just living in there. Uh, and a couple of them migrated over to our porch and just have never left. And so we started to get worried about the, you know, when it gets down to zero degrees and stuff in the wintertime. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a cause of concern for us because there's no way we can bring these cats inside. They're too They're not inside tough. cats. They're just... They're too not. tough for our... Yeah. For our house they kitties. They beat the snot out of your cats. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> right, because they're seasoned they're outside cats. cats. Yeah. They're tumble cats. But uh, we didn't want them to freeze to death, so we engineered these... I looked at Pinterest and all kinds of things, and we found these tubs. I found these tubs at the clothes closet for 25 cents each. Can't beat that. No. Goodness. And then there's cardboard box <clears throat> on the inside, and the cardboard box is wrapped with newspaper. Uh -huh. And then around that is some extra scraps of quilt batting that I had to kind of make an air gap. Uh -huh. And then inside of the cardboard box is blankies and things. Them to... And then you've got them here on the porch, and they're, so they're, they're <clears> the lee side of the wind most of the time. Yeah, it's not a big hole, so her they can get in good, there. And... Her porch is a better porch than my porch in a sense that it faces east, whereas mine faces west. So you get the afternoon sun, which is great, but also when it storms, it almost always comes from the west. So you get blasted east. in the... So we get, yeah, the porch gets blasted wet, whereas this one probably stays generally pretty dry. And does, I like it when time. it storms because we can sit out here and... Yeah. Unless it's like whipping. Right. And even still, you probably. But even then, it's okay to be out here. In the Midwest, at least in this part of the Midwest, the worst weather we get is when it comes driving in from the east. It's yeah. not, it's fairly rare that it happens, but you'll watch the worst storms that we get is when, when it comes in from the east. It seems like anyway. What is the direction that tornadoes most commonly move? Is it south? Southwest to northeast. Um, yes, but that's the general that's the general weather pattern in the southwest and northeast. Yeah. A, a tornado, excuse me, a tornado. When you when you have a, a, a tornadic storm, we can talk about this for a minute. I studied this by the way. Wait, tis the season, huh? Right, I studied this. When we have a tornadic storm, a, 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 a very severe thunderstorm, uh, you're most likely to. See a tornado on the south and west edge of the storm. Now it can come in any part of the storm, but but because the way the vortex works, that is the southwest. Part, the southwest yeah. is where the suction comes up, and the tornado is actually suction. It's not coming. It's sucking from the ground. You up. suck it up to the. And so there, and then in front of that is right, right in front of that is where you usually find the the laden clouds with uh, hail. So if there's tornadic activity, it generally follows hail if there's hail in that storm. So the hail will come, and right after the hail goes, you may think you're clear because the weather clears up, but then the tornado hits. The tornado almost never comes when it's pouring rain. Usually there's a brief break in it, and you get this calm, and then the tornado comes. I've got a picture I took of a tornado oh, four or five years ago, six years ago. I took it with my phone cam my phone camera. I'll post a picture of it on the on the Facebook page. I, I was driving north towards Macon from Moberly, and I was just right about to the point where the highway uh, merges from four lanes into two, mm -hmm. and the tornado was over Bevere at the time. Hmm. So I took a picture of a tornado, but you can see there's this there's this big nasty cloud, and then there's this break in the cloud. Unfortunately, in the picture, the the tornado's kind of 
part of the tornado is hidden behind a utility pole. I was like driving and taking a picture at the time. And <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, don't do that. I try hard not to do that. I didn't. I, it's a tornado, man. I know. Right? And I'm driving into it. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So that yeah, would be hard. That one not missed to... Macon. That one. That went. That was the one that went over Bevere. Went right over the top of it. Bevere's what, four or five miles the other side of Macon. Okay. Why is that lawnmower running and sitting on a? Well, they probably have to jump the battery on. It. <laughs> yeah, you never know with these lawnmowers around here. Your lawn looks good. We had a couple. Of, wait, thank you, Stanley. Stanley, yeah, Stanley's he's lawnmower. A yeah, he's the lawnmower guy. I gotta get home and mow the lawn. Like, no, you don't. It's not that long. Oh, yes, it is. Such a tree you just put in. Yeah, I don't think we're doing it right. Yeah. It should have some leaves on it. They started to pop out, and then they just Did got really get dry. In Burkholders? Mm-hmm. I don't know if they have a policy for that. I don't know. You should look at it. I bent it around a little bit yesterday, yeah, and it was still pliable. I don't know. But... We should have Gene look at that. Hey, Gene, you're, I know you're going to listen to the podcast. Uh, when you, if you get a chance, it'll be probably Friday before she's home or Saturday. If you get a chance, come over by Echo's house and look at her tree. It's the one right next to the satellite dish. I think we're doing it wrong. Um, we'll have you go with her through tree, because she's a tree planter. Did I miss? Yeah. Dang it. Yeah. They start. It started to look like it was going to bud, and it got one little flower on it. Yeah, it doesn't look real good, mm. to be honest with you. Mm. Isn't there some sort of like miracle tree serum I can just... Um, um, did you go to church? Come back to life. I can pray <laughs> it back to life. I think I think that one may require divine intervention. Do you, are you getting good with with the guy upstairs? You know, come on. You're not gonna you're not gonna call the guy upstairs. Hey, God, I got this tree. I'm come on. Don't be that person. Right. Uh, now the wind is starting to come a little bit, so we apologize if we get a little wind noise. Hopefully, we won't get too bad. Uh, and then you're going to hear some strange sounds in the background. That's a cat scratching at the door. Uh-huh. He likes to do that. Yeah, it's cool. like a hamster wheel. He just stands there and... You ever have a hamster? I have. You ever have a squeaky wheel? Yes. Well, Ooh. my hamster just got out and ran the house when I was a little kid. Like, we'd see it sometimes. We'd have to leave food around for it. So it wouldn't, you know, but oh. it would. It got on the run and... <laughs> and so that's... I, I, I got a, I've got a hamster or gerbil story, actually, that I can t- tell off the air. No harm came to the gerbil involved, so you can relax. <laughs> there was nothing wrong, but it involves personalities of people who are well-known in Edina, and I just can't talk about that on the podcast, so we'll ask me about that story be a later. Funny Sorry, story. guys. And yes, dear, Gene's listening, if you want to know, it was the, ham- or the gerbil in a cup story. She'll know it. She'll know it. She'll All right. know it. She'll know what I'm talking about when I say that. That's a cool thing. That little, I don't know what you call it, thing. This little ornament thing. Yeah. Yeah, I want to get a cool something for the porch this year. Well, those are some sort of. Those cool, are for hanging plants. You can hang plants. Some sort of cool hanging. I I don't like hanging plants. You're not a hanging plant person. Uh, I am a hanging plant person. I mean, I love the way they look and stuff. But as far as, like, the maintenance on them, which is fairly, uh... You can hang plastic plants. It, no, I'm cool, <laughs> on, I'm cool on plastic plants. Something that is maintenance-free, though. Just because you got to take them down, you got to water them. They get super heavy when you put up as much water as they need in them. And then when it gets super hot, it's, uh... I'm lucky if I, we can keep all the stuff around here alive and... Fairly manicured. Thinking that's to a no the level then. it needs to be. So, yeah. you know. I think we've come up with the theme like for the, today's podcast. Plant that, <laughs> if anyone has a hanging plant that will water and maintain itself. Okay, here's our theme for today's podcast. <laughs> if, and not if disrupt you have a, my If you view, have a plant, keep it the heck away from Echo. I, I'm notorious back home, back in Reno, for, uh, you know, killing plants. 
houseplants uh, you have and a, things. You have like, a brown thumb. No one has killed as many houseplants as me. I actually have a houseplant that is in the <laughs> process of, uh, that has been slowly dying for the last year and a half. Gene actually was never really a good plant person. Yeah, I also, yeah, I just killed a bunch of herbs, thank you. But she's, recently too. she is doing, she has become a plant person by the brute force method of I will the bulldog Figure out this plant I thing. will do it. I will do it. Yes, you died. Yes, you died. Yes, you died. Too bad for you. I will do this. I may kill a hundred uh, of your kind. Margaret. But I will grow something. Bless her. Planted all kinds of beautiful, <laughs> lovely things in the yard when uh-huh. they owned the house, you know, before we bought it. Uh-huh. And those things come up every year. Perennials? Yes. Things that those are great. Of, you know, I love perennials. Some perennials lovely cannas. We get tulips in the spring. Oh, those are got what are those purple things called? Uh, the natural wildflowers? No, 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 they're bulbs. They're coming up now. I, irises? I don't, I don't know. Irises. I'm pretty sure they're irises. We've got those. We can see the foliage of those coming up. And I just planted a flower in the back, and uh, along with one of the herb plants that I was hoping to save its life, but no such luck. It's basil, and it's... Uh, I'm pretty sure it has expired. <laughs> it has. It has passed on. Yeah, and I love what happens is I buy these herb plants because I can't find herbs anywhere that are uh-huh. fresh at the you know um, store usually, and so I just buy an herb plant thinking I'm just going to eat it. But if I can keep it for a while and let it grow, that's wonderful. I just can't. Uh, I just can't seem to stop. Um, killing them. They keep dropping dead on me. I'm going to tell you a story about tulips. Do you, what do you know about tulips? Um, <clears throat> that you're supposed to um, chop them down when they wither. Okay. So just basically about the plant itself. Like you don't know about their history too much? No. Okay. One of... The biggest financial crisis in the history of the world happened because of tulips. It destroyed the entire finance of the lowlands of Europe. Holland was devastated by tulips. Why would that be? Too many of them? It was it be... was something at the time that was known as tulip fever. And I'll, uh, tulip mania, it was a period, I'm looking at this, I got the, the wiki up, so it just helps me get the, the timeline straight. A period of the Dutch Golden Age, during which contract prices for tulips, the bulbs, um, and the recently introduced tulip plant, reached ridiculously high levels because everybody, it was the thing to own. Tulips. Tulips. Bulbs. Was the thing to own. They got to such a huge high level and then the whole market collapsed because people realized that they're plant bulbs. They'll make more. And by, I mean, at the peak of tulip mania, this sounds silly, but this, this, this destroyed lives. It destroyed communities. At the peak of tulip mania in March 1637, some single tulip bulbs sold for more than 10 times the, the annual income of a skilled craftsman like a carpenter. A single bulb sold for more than 10 times the average worker's income. What? What? They just didn't know about them? Like how they multiply and things? Like you just plant them and it'll make some more for you? No, it was it was the first bubble. It was like... The first tulip bubble. Well, it was the first bubble. Like we had the internet stock bubble. Okay. You remember the stock bubble, right? Not really. Well, yeah, you were kind of hazy during that time. Yeah. But, you know, it's like, what does the company do? It doesn't matter because it always goes up. It's like the third crash of of, uh, 1929. 
The wall, the wall stock market crash. crash. It always goes up. It doesn't matter what they do. You buy it today, you can sell it for more tomorrow. Because it just goes up. That's what it does. That's how all these panics work. Hmm. Um, this was the first, the first of these great panics, though. So it was the people who were selling the tulip bulbs, or did they invent them, or okay, well, discover them? What was it, Holland? All right. Holland discovered the, the tulip? No. The introduction of the <clears throat> tulip to Europe is usually attributed to uh, Holy Roman Empire, Sultan of Turkey, blah, blah, blah. Its popularity and cultivation in the United Provinces, now the Netherlands, is generally thought to have started around 1593. Now, this is 1593. So we're talking about 40 years before the collapse. Um, now, they were uh, the tulip was different from every other flower known at the time and saturated with intense petal color that no other plant had. The appearance of the non, non-perlale tulip is a status symbol at the time. So basically, if you had tulips, you were the, you were the thing. That was it. That was, what you, that was the Cadillac. That was the boat in the backyard. That was the status symbol. You had tulips. Really? I, wow. Well, it's just as crazy, if you think about it, as the status symbol... Right now, the Cadillac? a $1,000 pair of Air Jordans is to some people. Air Jordans are $1,000? Some pairs are much more than $1,000. Wow, I've been out of the loop a long time. Well, not all pairs, but, you know, the, the special editions? I've I seen special edition kiss dolls for over $1,000 a piece. <laughs> it's just a matter of what I think I had Air Jordans when I was in middle school, when I was Trevor's age. These aren't the same kind I of I had Jordans. Air Jordans, and I'm pretty sure you could pump up, you could press the tongue and pump up the... Pump up the volume. Uh-huh. Yeah, I remember those. It was, they were high tops. Yeah, but they weren't. Stick with those it. weren't Jordans, were they? I'm pretty sure they were. Yeah. I remember the pump shoes. Yeah, where you pump them up. Yeah. Anyway, the, huh. the, the, the Netherlands were big in the East India's trade. And they were importing these, and and it became a coveted luxury item. Um, basically, without going, you can go to Wikipedia and read the whole story, but without going into too much, this became the coveted item. And they, the import was so difficult to do that the prices just kept rising and rising and rising and everybody had to do it. I mean, you would have one tulip being traded for four or five wagon loads of goods for one tulip. For one tulip bulb? For one tulip bulb. That you don't even know if that puppy's going to pop up in the... I mean... Well, yeah. Because it only blooms in the spring. Yes. This is why it was mania. It made no sense. It sounds like so, mania. Eventually, the market became, it looked all bubbles. Saturated. The market became saturated. And the, everybody just got to the tulips point where it's like, Everyone okay, this is, this is crazy. So they started were to they sell. Were like digging them out of each other's, each other's yards you know, and stuff? There, stealing. there were people hanging from the yard posts where they tried to steal tulips. They'd hang them from the, hang them from the yard arm, what? man. Yeah, tulip thievery was a thing. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It sounds so ridiculous today, but it's the same human nature thing. This is a real, absolute, historical thing. So what happened was um, they hit saturation points, and like all of these bubbles, it burst. And then you couldn't give them away. But so much of the national wealth of all these people had been tied up in these stupid bulbs that the whole market of everything just crashed. Everything? Everything. It took down their entire economy. Wow. Because all the rich people had invested all this stuff in tulips, which were, everybody figured out, a really cool plant, but really kind of worthless. Well, yeah, and I mean, if you want more, just plant them and let them multiply. So much of what we live in, if you understand the the stock market and what it is and what it's doing, I mean, if you go out and buy a stock, if you go out and buy a stock, what do you get? You don't even get a piece of paper, okay? You don't even get a piece of paper. I don't know. You just get an electronic thing that you own a stock. That's what you get. 
But what if you lose it? What if it gets deleted? Then you don't well, want it it's anymore? not going to get deleted because your brokerage house is not going to get deleted. Well, probably, but then again, you, you don't really tangibly own anything when you own a piece of stock. So, so you're sitting there going, well, at least with a tulip, you have a bulb in your hand, right? With a stock, you have nothing except for everybody else has their money tied up in this too. That's hmm. what happened in, in 1929 when the stock market crashed. That's what happened back in the in uh, 2000. Eight, two thousand seven. Well, that the big run-up crash. That's what happened in the in the uh, the bubble of the uh, the dot-com bubble. It it keeps happening over and over again. It, it doesn't have to be, but the tulip one was the first. So every time I see a tulip, every time. In fact, Gene and I were going to do. Do a, you guys grow tulips? No. Gene <laughs> and I were going to do a podcast on this on a for a uh, another project we do and. On the tulip collapse. On the tulip collapse, because it's it, it's a very it's a good example of what. Uh, but she took this picture. That's the picture. She took that picture. Ooh, that's yeah, a lovely picture. Those are lovely, beautiful tulips. tulips. She took this picture to illustrate that particular. It must have been those types of tulips. Yes, beautiful. that made it crash. Because they're lovely. As as ridiculous as it sounds. So the next time you're thinking about paying $1,000 for a pair of Air Jordan shoes you're not going to wear, or the next time you're thinking about buying that that, uh, one of 500 made Gene Simmons dolls, or the next time for a thousand bucks. Oh, no. Please, a thousand dollars on the uh uh-uh, uh. I don't. know people who have them. I, I know bet. a man who has the full five hundred one of each of the five hundred of the special edition Kiss but thirty year dolls they put out. The five hundred action figures. <clears throat> they only made five hundred of each of these. Not only does he have number two hundred, he has number two hundred of all four. Of the How do you do that? Oh, <laughs> money. Pretty penny. Money. Well, that's not something that interests me at all. I'm no, sure I, Stanley would salivate over something like that. But if we had a thousand bucks to blow or however much money, it wouldn't that be was, on a kiss doll. It would not be on that. It would I be had a hard total. time spending <laughs> eighteen ninety five on that cherry tree over there. Especially yeah. since I, I saved up my seeds from last year and I stuck them in the freezer. And patiently waited and read up on the internet yeah. about how to make them grow. And then when it came around to, you know, late winter, they had mysteriously disappeared. Can't help you on that. And so now, I, I, I don't know. Tree. Some places have tree trees. guarantees. These were last year's stock. These were left over from last year. I'm saying some places. I don't know if they do or not. I know if you buy from Stark Brothers Direct, they guarantee it for a year no matter what. Hmm. So you might check in on that. Because it is 19 bucks. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not saying I have we no We have idea. two of them, too. There's one in the back. And How's side. it doing? No, not well either. Well, we, we, we can do a, what's, what's it called? That? Uh, an update on the cherry tree? Um, no, I was thinking about uh, autopsy. And on top of the tree, right? We'll need. We'll, well, I mean, yes. There's a certain way you got to pull plant it out of the ground, things. and yeah, there's a certain way you got to plant them, and and even I'll tell you, fruit trees. I don't know how your is your soil real clayey. A lot yes, of clay. It yeah. is very clayey. Fruit trees and clay don't get along very well. Oh, we've been having some pretty good luck with ours, but at the house. Yeah, your guys's are doing very well. But we have replaced four or five of them that have died. Like one of those two apple trees in the front died. And then we had, you know, sooner or later, so you, you have this beautiful one? fruit tree that turns into just a stick. <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> Which is what's happening then you to get ours. an idea that, yeah, okay, yeah. So <laughs> I, think, I think you have a stick there, I'm afraid to say. But, um, yeah, don't know. Uh, yeah, because it should have really butted out and there's, there's some, there's, I don't know. Cherry trees are, are are not the hardiest I, things in the world. I either. keep telling myself, oh, it's just, you know, it's just getting its bearings. It's still getting its bearings. <laughs> Denial is a river in Egypt. <laughs> I'm just going to keep watering it until. <laughs> well, at least you won't have to water it now because it's rained. Well, if you call that a rain. 
It's been so dry lately. Yeah. We try to water it. Yeah. So anyway, this we'll call this the tulip episode. Wait, the tulip. The tu- well, we're tiptoeing through the tip-toeing tulips, through which the we don't tulips. even have any tulips here. But Who came up with that saying, tiptoeing through the tulips? It's a song from a musical, tiptoeing I don't. I don't sing. I don't do show tunes. Uh, Mike would know. Mike would know. Does Mike do? Yeah, Mike he's, knows. Yeah, he, he looks knows, like a show tune kind of guy. He's like he's like gangster on Broadway. Mike, Mike is. So he's the guy we need to have on our on our uh, trivia team, eh? I bet he would be awesome at trivia. Do you ever play trivia? No. Yeah, we would kill. Except for I. Except for I don't know about you, but I am. When it comes to Pop culture, I'm useless. I am entirely useless. It was funny because it wasn't this year. Last year, some of the trivia questions, the answers were like Snoop Dogg and uh, different things, which it was fun to know some of those. But Yeah, guys from way back in the... Pop culture-ish. That would be great trivia. Yeah, I just anytime you get into pop culture or who's dating who or who married who or... I don't know. I don't care. Don't even know. It couldn't couldn't begin to tell you. You know, I hear the the latest uh, what you call it uh, where they combine the two celebrities' names together into one. Okay. Like. Brennifer. Brennifer. Yeah, Brennifer. Is that one? Is that a I don't know. Well, I don't. Well, like Brennifer. Yeah. Is exactly. there a Brennifer? <laughs> probably isn't. I'll go, actually, I'll go. I'll go by the the uh, at the supermarket. I'll go by the the thing and you know. Um, Miranda's infuriated that he cheated on her. And I'm like, who's Miranda? Why would I care? <laughs> or, you know, Jennifer left at the altar. If Jen- I can Jennifer see a who? picture, I don't watch a Jennifer, I'm so. pretty good at knowing who it is. If I can see their picture, I can't just go off a of first name, though. Yeah, I'm useless. Unless it's a first name like Hillary or... Well, yeah, yeah which is, yeah, there's not that many Hillary's. Like if I saw a Donald, I would probably think, or like a Brock, how many of those are there? Oh, there's a ton of Brocks. I don't even know who you're talking about with the Brock. Isn't it, isn't that Barack Obama? Barack. Well, right. That's what, oh, sorry. I misunderstood. I My bad. I or there was some sort of, uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that, I definitely, that one, that one would get me, Barack or, or uh, Michelle, I would probably think of associate it with us you know but uh uber celebrity people yeah have you you're you're easy because you you've got uh such an unusual unique name right you can just say my name my first name and everyone will know yeah but uh you know ken there's lots of kens okay there's even a very famous well you'd know him if you saw him actor with my name kenneth mitchell oh really yeah good looking Canadian. I don't know any other there, I, big name echoes. I'm not a big name at all. Oh, I was going to say, are we getting but on I've with never ourselves heard of here? a big name echo. I'm a big name. I'm <laughs> no. I'm a big name. No, I am I'm not. A big name. I prefer to keep it that way. There's a cat out in the street. Is that one of yours? Oh, that's Sam. Sam, Hi, Sam. the cat. She sleeps in. Yeah, she's one of the ones that am sleeps I, in. Am I got my feet on Sam's? box say i'm the cat is she gonna be mad no she probably won't come up here yeah she's she might. she's kind of checking us she's going by she's going and by the she's other one the is like a dark uh calico white cat yeah yep i think she's sam and fuzzy not really seeing any evidence and nope, fuzzy nope, nope, is she moving over there to the right she may be checking us out fuzzy is you know fuzzy she's quite the fuzz well, I'll imagine that. That one. <laughs> She's a long hair. So what was in the paper this week? I don't... What was in the paper this week? Do you remember? Oh, huh. it was the... Like. Uh, uh, the front page was the... Uh... <laughs> this is how my brain functions, folks. Oh, this is, like this it, is no don't pressure. Don't ask me what was in no last week's paper halfway through the week. I'm in. I'm halfway. You know, I'm halfway. Yeah, you're already through next week. Uh, I do that on the my... uh, administrator, the EPA administrator, uh, covered the top half of the front page 
was the fall above the fold. And oh, yeah, then... that's right. Yeah, that's a wicked crash here. That was a wicked crash. From yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so there was three um, injured, two from Kirksville, one from Edina. Uh, the two from Kirksville were wearing their seatbelts. Both still injured, you know. Both were injured. Yeah, but and that, was, one from that was Edina pretty solid contact there. The when the highway patrol crawled it head on. Yeah, that was pretty pretty solid contact. Yeah. So if they were wearing their seatbelts. They're probably alive because of it. Yeah, the two in the in the car that went to the bottom of the ditch, and then the one in the truck was not wearing his seatbelt. So that's pretty incredible. And then you got the bright futures thing. What you want to tell, talk about the bright futures? I would just tell what what the program is in case anybody. Um, so it's brand new to Knox County, and it's basically um, just gearing up. They had a breakfast for all of the you know uh, kind of business leaders and community leaders, and um, basically anyone who's interested in helping kids locally. Uh, we don't know exactly uh, what the Bright Futures program is going to look at look like because we just started it up. But um, the idea is to assess the needs of local children and then um, use this group of, uh, you know, group of people to uh, help support whatever comes up. I think one of the best stories I heard, like, during the process of getting it going was um, there was another Bright Futures program who was getting going, and they sent out a Facebook message, and it was like, hey, we've got a 15-year-old girl or, you know, a young woman needs uh, interview, you know, is going to interview for a job. She doesn't have any interview clothes, interview-appropriate clothes. And so it kind of went out, meep, 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 on the phone tree through all the Bright Future supporters. And by the time it circled through, you know, everybody, it came back around, and she had a outfit appropriate for a job interview. You know, and everything that... It, 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 Everything to go with it. New shoes, new fit, new, you know, rock and roll. Outstanding. Yeah. So it's that type of thing. I love that kind of thing where it's where it's people helping people directly. Directly. You don't need you don't need no stinking intervention. Just people helping people. Right. You hear somebody um you know, you hear there's a kid that needs help then uh, Good folks help a, good folks. There's a large group of people, um, and growing, hopefully. Outstanding. Willing to step up and uh work together to figure out a way to make it happen. So, and again, we don't know how that's going to look because we just started this thing. Um, There's a number of programs we're going to start working on. We're going to meet within the next few weeks and talk about the breakfast we just had, which I thought was well attended. There was, you know, we were kind of worried that no one was going to show up. We're going to have a breakfast. Nobody shows up. Yeah, she asked me to come. I got to admit, she asked me to come, and I'm like, I don't do breakfasts. I don't, I don't eat meat, so that's part of the, you know. Yeah, there were several things without meat. Yeah, mostly when you go to out. go to charity things, uh, it's just. It all had cheese, though. I, I ate cheese. Of, I, um, cheese. I like cheese. Yeah. Breakfast casseroles. Shannon Downing you Almost did, always like, have sausage. A dozen de- breakfast. They were all, like, every single one was different. Yeah, almost always they have meat in them, though. Not all of them. Some of them just had cheese and, like, eggs. Do you eat eggs? Yes. Eggs are delicious. I love eggs. It's not that I'm being a snob. It's just I, I'd love to join the Rotary Club again, but I, I can't because they don't serve what I eat. So, you know, there we are. You would be awesome on Rotary. Well, I'm a former president. Yeah, you should come back to Rotary. I, I, I can't yeah, eat because what they, they don't eat meat. Or you don't eat meat. I can't eat what they serve. So, you know, <clears> it always seems a little silly for me to pay a good chunk of money to eat food I can't actually eat. And they say, that, oh, you're going to have a salad. Iceberg lettuce is the devil. Iceberg lettuce is the devil. I love iceberg there are lettuce. Ice, there I are horns it. growing out of the head of every I iceberg, lettuce. iceberg lettuce. Iceberg lettuce is delicious. the devil. I love it on a sandwich. Mm. Oh, I love it on a taco. It's cardboard. Ooh, yeah. So I can salad. eat iceberg lettuce, generally out of season, <clears throat> tomatoes, cucumbers, and pay eight bucks to do it. Mm. No. Hmm. And even still, somebody usually puts ham in the salad. I'm going to start trying to remember to write down what we have every time. I'll bet you there's not too many vegetarian options. 
Well, he not... makes a mean cheesy potato casserole. You know, the cheesy potatoes? Uh-huh. You know those things? Mm-hmm. Ooh, I love those. Is there ham I in think it? That's my favorite. No. It's just cheesy potatoes, and it is delicious. Oh, I love that. <clears throat> that's one of my favorite country dishes. Oh. I never had those before I came out here. Cheesy the potatoes. The really thin slices of potatoes? It's like hash brown style, mm, and they've yeah. got all kinds of different cheeses oh. and like cream cheese and great, sour yeah. cream or something in there. And it's just like this, sausage or ham It's that. just like this baked cheesy potato. You, you um, see, my heart is crushed like, by the time I get to, <gasps> I've never had it with sausage or ham in it ever, and I've eaten me some oodles of cheesy potatoes. All right, so there's your new assignment. You take a picture, pay take a picture to what, of the, of the rotary food for me. Take a picture of my plate oh, yeah, every time. Not just your plate, but to you. they usually have what? A couple options, or just one? Well, it's it's catered, and it's like usually a meat and some sides and drink. And a dessert, a dessert every single time, and it's always delicious. What what's, what like the vegetables are like? Green beans usually. Sometimes like they're green beans. Sometimes it's a California mix. Sometimes it's salad with iceberg. With iceberg lettuce. Sometimes the green it's beans, I'll guarantee you'll have ham or bacon in them. Um, sometimes it's carrots and things. Sometimes it's. Um, I feel like it's a really good. Oh, I'm not discounting the the fact that their meals are good. Like, Don't get me wrong. Uh, it's just. There's a really good selection, like different. It's always changing. Like, I'm not, not the, the Rotary Club's meals. I've never had it's one. It's not the, not the uh, meals. I, I basically became a vegetarian. It's after not really I quit. spaghetti. It's not the spaghetti bar every time anymore. Yeah. Oh, None of that. The spaghetti bar. I never liked spaghetti bar. Ooh, it's, we, I can't even remember the last time. Sometimes it's lasagna. Ooh, she makes a mean lasagna, yeah, too. Definitely going to have me in She it. makes a mean lasagna. It's delicious. Probably. Yeah. So. See, I'm not, I'm not, dis, I'm yeah, not discounting I'll it. I just. I'll start taking pictures of my plate because I always eat it. Whatever it is. Yeah. I get it. I'm hungry now. And you know, are you hungry? I am hungry now. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting hungry. As soon yeah. as I started talking about how much I loved eggs, I was like, "Ooh, eggs!" Mm. Yeah, you know. And now oh, you know we're talking good? about cheesy potatoes. You know what's good though? The uh, strawberry dessert is that what it's called? Strawberry pretzel dessert. I have. I make also, egg McMuffins. I love my egg own McMuffins. version of the egg McMuffins. Sausage, Always sausage egg McMuffins are my favorite. Except for no sausage, obviously, with me. Right. But, oh, trust me. I'll, you would love what I make because I make. Uh, you'd love it. It's just delicious. I love egg McMuffins with sausage and cheese. Well, there, there won't be Ooh. any sausage on mine, but there will be um, a really delicious. I would make an omelet for you and put it in there as part of it. And, I love and the omelets. cheese. The cheese isn't just this, just. This I love cheese. Peel off American cheese. No, this is good cheese, and you, you put it in your mouth made with real butter on the. On the uh, muffins, and then you fry the the inside of the muffins to the just right of crispiness. Uh, crispiness, so they're mm, just and like crunchy. You, you bite into them, and you just and go it's all and delicious with butter. I love butter. I did not get to have the body style that I have by <laughs> eating too little. Okay, Echo has never been accused of eating too little. Great. I recently. love some. So we love our food. I love some strawberry pretzel dessert. You love strawberry pretzel dessert? Do you know what that is? I don't. I'm not a pretzel fan. I like some strawberries. Mm. Depends. It's like a. I don't even know. I've not. I'm, I'm, I'm I wish I knew how to make it. Fan. They crush up the pretzels and they mix it with something sweet. I don't know if it's brown sugar and butter. Okay. And yeah, they line the bottom okay, of the pan with good. it, that's and good. then there's this layer yes. of like this cream cheese. Yes. And then on top of it is a layer of this, I don't know, strawberry jello-y stuff. And I think it's my f- also one of my favorite country dishes because I've never had any of that stuff we never before got the- I came out here. You we- know what else I never had was broccoli salad. There's about five different ways you could make that. Which is the, which is the one you like? I like it with the dried cherries and the sunflower seeds. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's and good. whatever the sauce is that's on there, if it's just like a little bit tangy and a little bit sweet, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I'll have to research into and there's, there's other stuff in there. There's broccoli. There's the cranberries. The There's the nothing in this world seeds. like the Midwestern carry-in dinner. 
There's nothing like there it. There is nothing like it. There is it. nothing like it. Even I can find things at the Carrion Dinner. I love the like yeah, like cheesy potatoes, man. To potatoes cheesy potatoes. Rotten, which is a different version. Um, you've got the. Oh, I'm I'm starving now. We, I love a good Carrion Dinner too. I when we have the Sentinel birthday, that's what I want to have a Carrion Dinner. Carrion Dinner, yeah. Uh, we're because gonna, we can't afford to feed a whole, you know, a whole heap of people. I'm just hoping that um, well, we can all just make something and carry it in. That, have us that a good is old time. It's somebody. If you're listening and you're coming, now I don't eat chicken, but I'm telling you what, you got somebody's going to have to make some fried chicken because the chicken dinner news must be honored. Ooh, the, that's a great idea. The chicken dinner news. Is, it's a, it's a, chicken Dinner News is a newspaper term for what people, local people call the correspondence or the news of the little small towns. Mm-hmm. That's Chicken Dinner News. That's Chicken Dinner News. So the Chicken Dinner, we, you gotta, you're going to have one. You've got to have a chicken at the Chicken Dinner. That would be a great column for somebody to start up. Chicken Dinner News? Yeah, and actually have that be the name of the column. Fun was enjoyed by all. Fun was, yeah, fun was had by all. So I use that sometimes, like usually when I'm doing the Bee Ridge ice cream social. Fun was enjoyed by the social all. Event we had a, fun was had, right. We had a correspondent. I don't remember who it was. I believe it mis, may have been, I don't really want to put words in her mouth, but it may have been Mrs. Bertram, who was, that was her favorite thing. The fun was enjoyed by all. And it would happen 25, no, it wasn't Mrs. Bertram. It was one of our novelty people, I remember now. Because Junior and his wife would come over and visit, and fun would be enjoyed by all. Uh, yep. Junior Wilkerson would. And the Junior actually was a correspondent for a while. I like Junior. He was a good guy. Oh, cat. She's like, is that my house? Yeah, that is your house. Sorry, you'll get your house back, I promise One of you. my many houses. Is is that a petable cat? Yeah. Some of them, sometimes they they, they choose, of course, they choose. Yeah, Sam, Alan, Fuzzy are... are, Social? mm Mm-hmm. But we occasionally will look out here. A few weeks ago, Stanley goes, there's six baby kittens on our... Oh, dear. On our porch, and I thought, good Lord. (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh, no. But they were all feral and came up from... Down towards the sail barn. Yeah. And so now we can see that they've all grown and they come come on in occasionally. We leave food out for... Yeah. We feed food to the neighborhood. Although these cats are not, like, they're territorial. We've had somebody drop off a kitten. Yeah. And we've never seen it. Yeah. You know, they didn't tell us that they were leaving it because then we would have stopped them and... Yeah. You know, met learned them. them. You know, learned them. I, and I don't know whatever happened to it. I... Can guarantee though that these guys would have run it off. I didn't picture you a fuzzy slipper person. You're a fuzzy slipper person. Yes, I'm a fuzzy. I'm fuzzy socks. Have you tried fuzzy socks? The fuzzy soft socks. I'm actually more of a cycling. Socks You've never used fuzzy socks. Oh yeah. I, oh okay. I was going to say because you don't know what you're missing. Yeah, it's just in the fuzzy sock. Uh, these are actually the ones I wore to work today. So I. I did, I'll admit, I did, uh... Oh, look, someone's going by. It's the police. They're honking at us. Hi, police, whoever you are. Hello, police, it's Mike. Oh, look, he's going to yell something out the window at us. Here he is. Is he yelling? Oh, he's going to come up here. I love our little town. Yeah. So Mike, uh, Mike, the the local. I police. would yell over at you, but I'm gonna blow out we have to, eardrums. We, of. we have to warn you. We are podcasting at the moment, so the likes, the mics are live. So just keep that in mind if you say anything. Yeah, we're sitting, we're sitting here on the on Echo's porch doing our our weekly podcast. Mike Kite just stopped by. He's waving hi. Say hello. What are you doing? Uh, about. Fifteen minutes ago, there was somebody out walking around. Walked down to that street right there, turned around and walked back. Uh, too far. Hmm? They came down that street, went to where this cross street is. Worked, 
See, we're helping the Just police. on this side of Betty's house. Right. And then turned around and, and walked straight back down that back street. That way. That's what we saw. Um, hang on. I got it. Sorry, guys. I got to pause the podcast we're right here. going to have to pause the podcast. Going to have to pause the podcast right here. And... So yeah, we had to we had we had to answer Mike's question a little more thoroughly, and now oh, Mike he, he's gone into the house. Yeah, we're back on. We're in the future. We're in the future. We traveled into the future. We're five minutes into the future, and I'm starting to get cold. Stanley saw him standing out on the porch. Yeah, waved him in. And you know, waved him on in. So this is Edina. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably taking a tour of the kiss room as we speak. Yeah. <laughs> now, you, you know how you can always tell you're in a small town. Huh. This is more so when they're when everybody had a landline. You can tell you're in a small town when you dial, you get a wrong number, but you still have something to say to the person. Oh, yeah, I've been meaning to call you. How's your mom? <laughs> How's she when doing? They know I, heard, your voice. I heard she fell down. Is she getting along okay? Mm-hmm. You call the wrong number and they know your voice. <laughs> that happens to me all the time, especially at work because people uh, are – the number to the Sentinel is so close to the Citizens Bank oh, number. Yeah. 2226 is us, and 2266 is them. Did I ever tell you my story about that? No. Okay. You go right ahead. I'll finish it. Well, I was, you know, so we get calls for citizens all the time, and a lot of times they laugh and say, oh, hey, you know, hey, Echo, <laughs> wrong number. So I was sitting in my office. This is when the Sentinel was, the office was across the street from the Citizens Bank. Right across the street. Uh, the bank president was Jim Anderson at the time. And... um a guy calls me, or calls. I pick up the phone because uh, I'm the only person in the office. I pick up the phone, you know, good morning. You guys sent me, I help you. He's like, oh, is this a citizen's bank? <laughs> I'm like, no, this is the Edina Sentinel. You needed 2266, not 2226. Oh, well, who have I got? This is Ken. Well, hey, Ken, can you do me a favor? I'm like, uh, depends. He says, your, your office kind of faces the bank, right? Like, yeah. Hey, can you look out your window and see if Jim Anderson's in? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to name the person's name, but, you know, it was, it was a local. You'd all know him out there in podcast lane. You'd all know him. Uh, he has passed. Okay. Well, I guess it doesn't hurt to say who it was. It was Andrew Miller. Okay. It really doesn't hurt. I mean, the man's passed. Um and anybody who knows Andrew knows that he would do this. And I'm like, okay, yeah, well, his light's on. That's about all I can see, you know. He's like, you do me a favor. I've been trying to talk to him, and he just won't answer my call. So can you go over there and, and bring him over and have him talk to me? No. No, <laughs> Andrew, no, no I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do bring that. him call over, over there. I'm, I'm going to need you to come with me. <laughs> I'm not going to walk over there and ask the bank president to walk across the street so he can talk to you. When I know darn good well, he's probably dodging you anyway. Right. I'm going to need you to come with me. (laughs) Well, people will ask you anything. They'll ask you anything. Really, they will. For a long time. It's been a while since um, I've gotten one, but for like the first few years I was at the office, we were were always getting calls for... The operator service, you know, like, yeah. can you give me the number for this? And then you give it to them. Can you also give me the number for that? Is this a, we are not 411. <laughs> really? Do you have a phone book there, honey? You know, can you look up so-and-so for me? <laughs> sure. Uh, people will ask you. They'll ask you anything. They really will. <clears throat> You know, I work with techie stuff, so I get phone calls from people who are having computer problems. And I do not have time to do what I already do. You know what I'm saying? I work 60, 70-hour weeks. Yeah. I just do not have the time to do what I do, let alone work on anybody else's thing. But I'm a nice person. I try to help people when I can. If it's a quick answer, I'll give them the generalized answer of, oh, that sounds like this. You should probably have so-and-so look at that. Or, ah, yeah, just... You know, whatever. You know. But I'll get, I get some of the craziest things. Like, I had a call the other day. I said, okay, do you know I need to get a computer that runs DOS? Because I got a program that will only run in DOS. And I'm like, 
Why are you calling me? I don't... I mean, I've seen you on the street a couple times, but I don't know you. What, what possessed you to call me at an insurance company to ask about how to get a DOS computer? Hey, man, it's a small town. I mean... You... They heard you know how to do it. That's how. Oh, speaking of know how to do it, the kids at the middle school have this thing coming up May 12th, I think. Uh, I'm going to get something in the paper um, where they're going to show us old fogies how to work some of the apps. Oh, that we want to learn how to use like Snapchat and stuff. It's going to be the kids are going to take teach. on the adults and teach us how to get down. They're going to show us some some of their tricks. Uh, you know, some of the cool stuff they've learned. That sounds uh, like good. Out at the middle school. Yeah, I'm yeah. pretty excited about it. Yeah, because uh, I'll go do it. I'll, you know, like, all right, kids. <laughs> what am I going to do? Let's uh, bust out some of these apps, and you guys can show me what's up. Oh, yeah. Phones, phones, Echo. I got to admit, I used to like seeing people's faces. I don't see their faces anymore. I just see the top of their heads because they're staring into their their phone. phone. Come on. Give it a rest. I'm sitting here because I got my phone on my lap, but... Do as I say, not as I do. (laughs) But to be fair, I was using it to take pictures for you good people. I'm not taking phone calls. I'm not getting texts. I've got my airplane mode turned on. Yeah, I've got my blue. uh, My my phone has this blue thing. It turns off the blue light. Yeah. Apparently that's bad for you. And um, I've been practicing the art of less email checking and things. Like, I was listening to some podcasts, and they were talking about how, like, an average person checks their email, like, 150 times a day. Yeah. I, I work uh, in IT, and I don't check my email. In fact... Well, that's ridiculous <clears throat> to me. Like, I want to check my email, like, three or four times a day. Uh, I figure... So, I don't know how many I was checking before, but uh, I'm pr- practicing the art of not spending as much time. Almost all the emails junk anyway. Not mine. My email actually has nuggets of gold in it. Nuggets, yes, but you know, my email must be whatever that's called when you pan for gold. What's that called when you sifted through? I must sift through my emails, you know, fairly regularly so I can. Uh, but the percentage, now of course, so I'm my talking, nuggets of how much goes emerge. into your spam filter and how much goes into your yada, yada, yada? Well, I mean, when I, like, you get so many junk emails on so many things and you eventually hit the this is junk button. So it starts well, that's filtering what I'm about. That's the percentage. Into, the, yeah. into the junk folder. But I get, I get not nearly as much as, as Mike gets. Mike doesn't check his email for a few days and he ends up with thousands. It's like... My work I account. I get it. That I have that everybody knows what the account name is. I don't actually use anymore um, because it's useless. I just get so much junk coming in because it's been on the internet for fifteen years. Yeah. But if you want to reach me, and it's work related, I have a different address, and everybody who works with me knows the address, and nobody else does because. <laughs> You're, I don't work with you. You don't get that address. We have this wash of like fairly ancient email addresses that are all associated with accounts. You know, like your Gmail account that's associated yeah. with everything on Google. Yeah. And then there's the Hotmail account that's associated with everything, everything on, on Microsoft. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, I feel like we've whittled it down to from having a heap of different emails to just a handful, but they're all... Too bad we can't just have one. Well, you got to admit, this is the sec- probably the second most rambling show I think we've ever done. This, this, this show just... It's the power of the porch, man. <laughs> the, that's right. The porch it's show. It's the power of the porch. power of the porch. I think, you know, maybe <laughs> the most off-the-rails show we ever did was our New Year's Eve show that <laughs> being absolutely nothing about New Year's, whatever. <laughs> In fact, we didn't hardly mention it. <laughs> we, we went out to do a New Year's Eve special edition our first the year. the end of the year, right. That <laughs> was back like, when we still did uh, special editions. 
So, yeah. So, we enjoyed Tulip. We talked about Tulips. Dead people. Hey, dead dudes. Hey, dude. Waving at them. Uh, we talked about, we that had, seems... we had a, a, a person of um, questionable personages walking around in the neighborhood. Right, and we the cops that. are still at my house. So, yeah. But that's, eight, that's more eight, because Stanley showing off his kids' police officer is still at my house. Yeah, he's, he's being drugged through the house, I'm sure. Um, <laughs> we, we did this on a, I picked tonight because it was windy. And uh, it's rainy a little bit. You can hear car going in the background. It's rainy a little bit, which means no lawnmowers. Lawnmowers. Are okay, just... yeah, that's kind of genius because the yeah, lawnmowers... I was looking. That's why I was thinking tonight would be nobody be mowing their lawn in the rain because it'll be wet, too wet for mowing. Yeah, that's fair. That's genius. That's because <sighs> there is no time when there's no lawnmower. This thing here isn't just a whole hat. There is no time when there is no lawnmower. Like the lawnmower, except for it's rainy like days. It kicks up at the beginning of spring. It keeps on going till the end of summer. Well, we hope you enjoyed the show. Yes, we do. We do. We hope you enjoyed the show. We'll uh, we'll we'll have a more porch episodes. I I suspect in our future. Definitely, we have to. The porch is cool. Yeah. And when it's not raining and the weather's warm, people will walk by and we can wave and uh, yell things at them. As shout they over the by. lawnmowers. That are going <laughs> we had a couple lawnmowers go by the other day, and the kids are like, "Are those guys racing?" Maybe. Probably. Yeah. Probably are. You say that like it's a bad thing. <laughs> right. It looks like they are. Uh, one thing I like is we've had, what, 20 cars go past? Mm-hmm. And I know every single person in them. I've right. known every single person that's driven past. Something I like is they've gone past and they haven't been going obnoxiously fast. Well, part of that may be this large police vehicle sitting in front of our... Well, no, we don't no, really have a problem true. with that normally. Yeah. Do people go around this on two wheels? No. Sometimes? Yeah. Good. Not like they went by our old house. Oh, yeah. That, that our ridiculous. La- our old house, it was like, they come screaming out of, yeah. the, out of that gravel road or either on their way to down to the gravel road or on the way back up from the gravel road. Well, kiddo, you wanna, we want to stick a fork in yeah, it? Yeah, let's wrap it up. I'm getting hungry. The show I am hungry, yeah. What are you potatoes. having for supper? I don't know. I don't either. Something delicious. Something delicious. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, thanks, folks. Thank you for listening. Thank you for thank you for joining us. As always, if you'd like to help us, please share this with your friends. Uh, post everything. or Tell us. Give us feedback on our Facebook pages. Yeah, what pages, do you think if you are Facebook one of page? our tens of listeners? Yeah. Um, let us know what you let think. Let us know what you think. If you have something you want us to talk about. Tell us. Tell us, and there's a chance we might, if we know anything about it. Right. There's a really good chance. Even if we don't. (laughs) The less we know, the better the chances we'll talk about it. And and really, seriously, go do look up Tulip Mania in Holland. There's a lot more to that story than what I let on. It's a darn interesting story. A darn interesting story. And it it parallels quite well with, with things that can happen in the modern world. So check it out. Something as silly as tulips can crash the economy of a nation. Wild. Yeah. So, we'll catch you next time, and uh, until then... Ta-ta for now. Ta-ta.